You know what I say? Enjoy the nerves. Enjoy mm-hmm. being uncomfortable. Being uncomfortable is your body giving you like a, the, the entry to a new skill. You know why you're nervous? Because you're not good at it yet. You know, it's nervous to talk to people because you've never done it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So you only get better when you talk to someone. You only get better at drinking by doing more of it. And I'm just, <laughs> maybe not a great example, but that phone is a crutch. Mike and I dive into the deep end of Budapest nightlife and talk about today's backpacking and sex culture. Smike, an early nickname which derives from Pipe Smoking Mike, or Smike for short, the party godfather of Budapest, makes his second appearance on the Andy Steves Travel Podcast. And he outdoes himself once more. I can't stop cracking up while catching up with him about his latest projects, from hostels to bars and music bands to podcasts. Listen for insights on how to make sure your phone is a useful tool and not a social blocker while traveling in Europe. Just a heads up, this episode contains strong language and explicit references to sex and alcohol throughout. This episode is brought to you by Andy Steves Custom Travel. Take a look at andysteves.com and follow the link to travel, drop on down to custom travel, and drop us a note. We'd love to help you design your dream vacation across Europe and maybe a couple other places. So drop us a note and we'd love to share what we can do. Happy travels. Sharing tips, tricks, and tales from around the globe, this is Travel for the Next Generation. You're listening to the Andy Steves Travel Podcast. Mike, it's so good to see you again. This is uh, Andy Steves Travel with the Andy Steves Travel Podcast. Man, um, it's great to have you back. We got all sorts of stuff to jump into, and I can already tell it's going to be a good show. Yeah, man, I'm excited. Again, I know I'm a bit of a rogue. So hey, that's what gonna we're going to call the episode, Budapest for Rogues. I like it. Oh, perfect. Okay, cool. All right, so we're having you back on season two. Season one, we had a great conversation about all things Budapest and uh, lifestyle in general, how to how to keep the dream going on the road. You have an incredible story about working um, in the medical field and uh, saving up for a year and then breaking all ties and moving over to Budapest. You've been in Budapest for the last seven, eight? years or longer nine nine, nine years. years so yeah. you've you've really got yourself involved with a, a hostel chain called budapest party hostels now you've started up a couple bars um uh, or more than a couple and it's so cool to see you every time i come back in town you got something else going on and it's always great to reconnect so um Schmeich, thanks so much for joining me and welcome back to the show I'm glad you had me. I wasn't sure after the first one if you'd want me back because you run and like I have a podcast as well and I talk about you often and I talk about how we're very different. Like you run such a professional, well-produced kind of a thing and I I just curse a lot and tell stupid stories about sex and alcohol and everything and it and it it's just it's very different. So it's nice to be able to come on your your very well produced and clean podcast. Oh, I'm, thanks. I'm it's kind of it. it's kind of that uh, yin and yang action, huh? It is, but you owe me the next time you're in town because I only do face-to-face podcasts uh, for mine. You have to come and be on my next time. So sounds good. Deal, okay? Sounds good. Sign me up, man. Sign me up. So we've got a few different things to talk about. Let's start off with your bars. Um, of course, you got started with the hostel scene there in Budapest. Uh, you got started in uh, Retox Hostel with your own bar, or you took it over, as as far as I understand. And now in the district, you got a bar next door called 1066, and then around the corner, um, Edison, which is a craft beer hall and tattoo parlor. All of them are really 
really cool. All of them are very different scenes. I'd love if you could share with our listeners a little bit about what's going on in Budapest and how these three different venues kind of fit into the vibe of the city. Yeah, um, they are very different because Budapest has become very different. When I first moved here nine years ago, it was only disgusting ruined bars and like old man bars. You know, so it was the let's go get a dollar beer and sit next to an old man or let's get a two dollar beer and sit at a weird like flea market bar. Those are the only two options. You know what I mean? And then really like skanky like chechen mafia discos which were never like never as fun as it sounds so uh the new budapest which is like just so many more people so many more stag groups a lot of foreign money coming into town seem to do these like more upscale cookie cutter kind of like bars and businesses which is fine if you know like you want a safe venue that you've heard like if you want to go to the tgi fridays of bars or whatever there's lots of them and that's cool that's safe for a lot of tourists Mm -hmm. but i thought there is a different market than just ruined bars. So Retox is a, a ridiculous, like, world-famous party hostel with one of the craziest bars. And th- I'm happy for that. I'm very happy. You know all the ridiculous stories about Retox. But we needed something new because there's not everyone's crazy. Not everyone wants to drink so much they shit their pants. <laughs> <laughs> for, for our listeners, um, I wake up to the Facebook stories or Instagram stories of Retox people like slamming uh, beers and, and Smirnoff Ices and who knows what. Um, what's the handle so people can kind of get a taste of that uh, without the smell? Um, what's uh, uh, wh- How can people look them up on social media? Uh, so if you look up uh, Retox, uh, Retox Bar uh, or Retox Party Hostel on Instagram, that's your best way of seeing what we're doing. All the or check our Facebooks out because on our Facebook, especially we have a like a Budapest Party Hostel one. That's great because it incorporates like everything we do. We have this really cool uh, feature every week called Legend and Lightweight of the Week. <laughs> so the le- someone who did something legendary that week, like – I hope I get nominated for taking care of Meg last night, vomiting everywhere for two hours. And then the three girls who carried her home, like seven blocks dead weight. Like, that's a legendary thing. Lightweight is the guy who, yeah, gets too drunk and makes out with a hobo, you know, or something like that. You know, these are kind of like the lightweight thing. So the Facebooks and the Instagrams for Retox Party Hostel and Retox Bar, that's a good start, good jump off one. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So you were talking about retox, and that, as far yeah. as that scene goes, it, it draws a lot of the hostile crowd. There's cheap drinks, um, beer and shots, and and all sorts of things to be had. You can play beer pong. Um, uh, you have the world's biggest or longest not Jaeger train, but uh, you know, technically there's there's a different name for it, right? Well, no, I mean, we call it the Jaeger train, but Jaegermeister does not want us to call it that <laughs> yeah. because it's dangerous to drink Jaegermeister and and um, energy drinks but it doesn't matter we call it the jaeger trend yeah we go. we've been doing it every single sunday for like eight years our biggest one last year was 700 it became a viral video it was like 16 million hits you can find it on like youtube and everything so that was the next thing i want to ask about deal. yeah like because you have you had two viral videos in the last year right yeah and, two and- different jaeger trends which is so ridiculous because they're so secondary like we do them so often i don't even think about it anymore but i was trying to teach everyone how to do them so i'm like i'll videotape them and i started putting them up and just a random one caught fire i have no idea who it's you know some influencer online saw it and then lad bible uh, daily mail like everyone was contacting me to get the video i'm like take it go ahead it's just it us. we're just pouring shot we're just getting drunk enjoy the video have it like, so we're not trying to make any money we just we want to showcase the hustle that's really like that's retox if that's interesting to you 
come and find us and you can help set up a Jaeger train and knock it down. But the reason I did the other two bars is because that's not everybody. Right. You know, so 1066, 1066, the new one is more of like an old school speakeasy. It's a basement bar. We do live music like three nights a week, plus a bunch of other events. Um, and it's like high-end cocktails, make your own mojitos. We're bringing in a kitchen now, so they'll be like hopefully one of the most international kind of breakfasts in the city, which has been a really a big missing point here in Budapest. There's a lot more breakfast places now, but they're real hit and miss. You right. know? So we're going to try to do something that just caters strictly to like international travelers. So getting the things you can't get that you want from home. You know, I- I'm looking forward to that big time. So hopefully you'll have it open by the next time I pass through, buddy. That, that'll Man, be great. I, tell you, I, I really hope so. <laughs> and then the Ed, the Edison's different. So my friend Johnny and I have two tattoo uh, parlors and my friend uh, Peter. So he opened up one and I wanted to open up a new one. But I said, we have to do craft beer because mm-hmm. that's that's a thing that's going to explode in the city. So a lot of the old macro breweries in town sold off a lot of their equipment to these young up and comers, guys who wanted to start their own breweries. So we just said, let's meet all these guys. Let's get all the taps we can. So we promote as many local beers as we can. Once a month, we do a free like tap takeover. We give away a free keg of beer from the local brewers. They come in, they meet everybody. And we also do tattoos. So it's a bit of a, I don't know if you want to call it like a fringe or an odd kind of a grouping or whatever, but we love tattoos. We love craft beer. Like, why not put them together? It, we- it's a really cool scene. And you mentioned when I was in town once, so you're like, I don't want, I don't like this whole waiting to get a tattoo thing. I want somebody to be able to walk in, have a beer. And if they want a tattoo, boom, we're going to get it done right then and there. Well, a lot of people I meet, like, that's not me. I'm a setup and appointment guy. Like, you know, I'm, I'm covered in tattoos, but every single one of them, I plan out, I meet the guy and I go through everything. I've met so many people in the, in the hostel game. They're like, I got to get this tattoo right now. Even like of our, of our hostel names, like the Retox X, and we have like a grandiose skull. People get them tattooed all the time. So I told Johnny, like, well, Johnny had the idea, like, let's set up a shop where walk-ins is like our main thing. You don't have to wait. You come in. We'll sort you out right then and there. And for travelers, that really is like just such a good market. But people mm-hmm. don't want to; they don't have weeks to wait for an appointment. Do I know, man. You know? I'm I'm still a blank canvas, but uh, but we'll have to. I'll have Get to come you. to town with some of mine. For your listeners out there, what you're saying is the next time you come to town. You're going to come to the to my house. We're going to do a podcast and you're going to get a tattoo. That's Excellent. What you're telling Sounds good, man. <laughs> this is Andy with Andy Steve's Travel Podcast, and I have my good friend Schmike beaming in from Budapest on the line. We're going to get into sex etiquette while abroad and backpacking next, right after this break. This episode of Andy Steve's Travel is brought to you by Detours. Travel your own way. Detours include your sightseeing and accommodation reservations in each city you're going to, so you can show up and connect the dots at your own pace. Have all the fun, but none of the headache. It's like a guidebook that makes reservations for you, or like a tour without sacrificing any of your independence. Pick a city and date at andysteves.com, book your detour, and then spend your time on the fun stuff like finding farmers markets and restaurants, bars that you want to go to, because the detour package takes care of everything else. Two nights accommodation and two key sites included. This is Andy Steves with the Andy Steves Travel Podcast. I'm with my good friend, Schmike. Man, um, Budapest is changing fast. Uh, it's so much fun. There's so many interesting nooks and crannies. Um, and it also facilitates a lot of interpersonal connections. I'm a big proponent of meeting people while on the road and having a good time forging long-lasting friendships. Um, but I know you bring an interesting angle. I want to dabble in your neck of the woods when it comes to uh, getting getting off the uh, the, the high and mighty or the, uh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for the sunday school track um let's jump into your side of the of the pool here 
You talking about sex etiquette? Yeah. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. So listen, it, you. I don't know when when people travel. It doesn't matter what you tell your friends and family when you go home. There, there's that unwritten kind of what happens in Vegas kind of thing when you go abroad. Um, now, when you're in a hostel, though, sex etiquette is funny. Like you never, you don't know how to operate because most people like to have sex in. I'm guessing private. I'm not sure. I don't know what that's like anymore because it's a very public forum, at least here in Budapest. You know, and I think the number one thing, and I can't speak for anywhere except Budapest, that there's a, a judgment-free mentality that we have in our hostels. You know, so when you come in, you shouldn't be given a hard time if you want to have sex, if you want to get laid, if you want to have a group sex, if you want to have same-sex relations, anything like that, there is a no-judgment thing that we have. All we, we also have a you have to absolutely consent to it. You have to be in, you know. So that's something I would say before we go any further. Don't have sex if you don't want to have sex, but also don't feel bad having sex on the road because no one should judge you. No one has the right. And if you ever come to Budapest, I promise we'll never give you that. Okay, cleared that up. Going forward, if you're in a dorm room, okay, if you're going to have sex, I would say just remember there's other people in the room. So if that's you're important. loud, I mean, if you're going to be loud, that's okay. But you got to expect people to like yell back and and you know shut the fuck up that kind of thing. But I would say don't scream if you want people to be quiet. That never gets them to be quiet. The number one thing to get people to be quiet is to go up and turn the lights on in the room. They will stop almost immediately if you turn the lights on. Or you can approach them and say, "Hey, you're being really loud. Do you mind if I join?" And see if they'll let you join. Or there's option number three, which I can't take credit. My friend Susie always says this: you can just jerk off in your bed. You can just get into it. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a live action porno if you think about it. So that's another option. Okay. So that's like. Go. So rule number one is, is consent, door. obviously, and safety as well. Um, I was really struck by that sign. Let me pull it up on uh, on Instagram here. I posted it on my Instagram. But I was in uh, Budapest recently. I didn't partake in any um, particular festivities uh, per se. But I did see this interesting sign. I got it here. The ones we have in the bathroom, I assume? Yeah. It says sex yeah. in big, bold letters. And then everything else under this is tiny. Now that I have your attention, do you want to go home with someone t here tonight? Are you sober enough to give consent? Are they? If you feel uncomfortable with any situation, please let a member of staff know so that we can help. Even if you don't need help, someone else might. Only yes means yes. I think that's really cool because obviously we all need to be adults, act like adults. We all are adults. So this is important subject these days for sure. But man, when you come to Budapest, it really is kind of like the Vegas of Central Europe. It's a great time. People are having so much fun. And it really did strike me the, the whole uh, no judge zone uh, of BPH. You can you can come in, be anybody you want or just be your true self. And uh, and it seems to create this this wonderful dynamic and family among uh, everybody staying there. Listen, as an American, man, I came to Europe as a big prude. I came from a, like a Catholic background where like you weren't supposed to have sex until you were married. And then living in Europe shattered that. And I realized like you don't have to be embarrassed of your sexuality and enjoying things as long as you're honest. The other person is, is into it and you're and you're respectful of each other. And then it can be like a very exciting and fun kind of like exercise, you know, and you don't have to don't have to feel like a one night stand is like a shameful kind of a thing. You know, there's a. There's a connection. And if it only lasts for one night, then what makes that different than a, someone you go on six dates with and sleep and it doesn't work out? You know, so don't feel bad about having a good time. Just make sure you want to have a good time and that you're up for everything and wear protection. That's why we have condom machines in every hostel and bar that we have. So for like less than a euro, you can buy a condom right and when you need it. So you don't have to carry around a pack for 
six months because you, you know and maybe you never use it that worn out one that's in your wallet that you might not even be good anymore you know like we're ready we got you back if you come to budapest great so uh for those thinking about coming to budapest and joining the party they can look up budapest party hostels at budapestpartyhostels.com uh, of course you got all the other social media going on as well um and i'm just i'm <clears throat> i was in bergen once that's on the west coast of norway and i had just finished a tour and i was going the next day early morning to to go start an- another tour the next day in paris um i had uh booked a hostel i had gone to bed at like 8 30 the nerd that i am and then about just when i was falling asleep maybe 10 30 or 11 uh so other people come into the into the room and they jump on the top bunk and for the next three hours they're just creaking away um and i guess i just should have asked them hey um uh do you mind if i join <laughs> yeah or just jerked off man there's nothing wrong with that you know what i mean three hours though that's a marathon well, who has sex for three hours that's you must have, they must have drank a lot. That's a whiskey dick kind of a situation. Man. That, what was really happening is it was the whole, the girl was kind of being like, yeah, maybe not, maybe not. Maybe we'll just leave uh, it at second base. And the, and the guy, of course, is, is trying to take it home. And, um, it just goes and ebbs and flows for, for hours. It was, it was a, a painful experience. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's a, here's another thing I'd say because of that situation, like you'll have a lot more success if you're open and honest with someone when you're out about what your expectations are, I promise you, like, it sounds ridiculous, but there's been, there's been instances I've seen guys walk up to women and say, listen, you're really hot. I'm getting out of here. Do you want to go home and have sex with me? And they have said, yeah, sure. And they've walked home and there's, they know exactly what's happening when they go back. There is nothing to it. You know, I'm not saying walk up to everyone and ask them to have sex with you. It's not that kind of a thing, but if you've connected with someone throughout the night, don't be afraid to just put it out there because that's another thing. No one wants to hear your pillow talk for three hours or like <laughs> your your master negotiation skills of trying to get someone who maybe didn't want to sleep with you now to somewhat sleep with you. Like that doesn't come off well either. Here we got it. This is love and romance in the 21st century. Uh, I, I feel like we're, <laughs> we're on a roll here. Well, you know, they said um, somebody asked Casanova on his deathbed. Casanova, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? And he's like, I asked. I just asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's a game of numbers for some people. And it's uh, for everyone else, you know, if, if the, when you're in hostels, the greatest thing about it is connecting with people. And what's nice is if you're in a hostel, 25, 30 or more people, there's 25 or 30 people at least to get to know to. So, like, you have these quick conversations all night. The amount of those people that come back into your life later on that night or even in the next city and you've built this rapport with them. Uh, this is how I see people in our hostels who, who have sex all the time. It's not that they're players. It's not that they're really looking for it. They just make so many connections and they're so open and welcoming and non-threatening that people are like, yes, I'm going to open up to you and let's have some fun because that's why I'm traveling. That's part of it, you know? So that, that's been a, uh, uh, an important kind of angle on how to have fun out at night in general is just have fun. You can't go out with some sort of uh, goal or motivation or at least put out that vibe. If, if you're at a bar and you're just kind of scoping the scene constantly and not even engaging in the conversation with your friends, it's pretty clear what you're looking for. You're on the hunt. And I, I just find that that doesn't, uh, that doesn't put out the good vibes unfortunately you look like a creep like (laughs) if you're the guy standing in a room just scanning the room like terminator like look at yourself from outside your body you look like a hitman looking for someone like no one wants that be the funnest person at the bar and everyone will want to be with you 
you know so yeah don't go out thinking you're gonna pick up you're gonna get laid go out thinking i'm going to talk to everyone i'm mm-hmm. going to dance like no one knows who i am or i'm gonna party like no one in the next city will remember me because you know what they probably won't so just like cut loose like that's what i think being we say like being a rogue and all this stuff being a rogue is just going against conventional wisdom and maybe the conventional wisdom inside you is to dress up really nice stand up by the bar pick out somebody go have a chat with them like just be you man just be the best version of you and if you're worrying about yourself then you're in your head way too much no one cares that much about you just just have a good time just be easy and people will be attracted to you it's, it's so simple you hear that kids just be you and everything else will work out this is andy yeah. steves and i got schmike Lewinsky on the phone in from budapest thanks for listening this is andy steves travel podcast and we'll be right back This episode of Andy Steve's Travel is brought to you by our new guidebook, Andy Steve's Europe, City Hopping on a Budget. Pick a city and go. This new guidebook is made for the modern traveler, highlighting the key information you need to know for a three or four day visit to some of our favorite cities. We highlight the top sites, restaurants, nightlife, and clubs to help you maximize your time, budget, and fun while traveling through Europe. Pick up a copy online or in bookstores now. Also available at andysteves.com. Enjoy and let us know what you think. All right, we got Schmike on the line in from Budapest. Um, Schmike, I want to switch gears a little bit. It's on the, on the same line, but uh, I'm sure you have a few things to say about staying mindful, being mindful in the digital age. Um, and this relates to our last segment about sex etiquette while you're traveling and, and meeting people while out and going out. You can show up in a city like Budapest and spend your whole time just swiping on Tinder. And I've, I find that to be so tragic when you can just go out, meet people face to face the old fashioned way and have a better time without wasting any time just like sitting in inside of four walls uh, waiting for something to happen. Um, what have you seen uh, change over the last couple of years and and what can smart travelers do to avoid falling in that hole? So obviously the rise of like personal devices is ridiculous. Like again, I, I started, I traveled 10 years ago. I backpacked, no phone, you know, just old school. Um, I'm not saying having a phone's a bad deal. It's great. It's, it's incredible for, you know, just for GPS and finding things from Googling places you want to find. I drop a lot of pins in people's phones to get to like the next bar in the pub crawl. It's very helpful. When you're checking your phone more often than having a conversation with a new person, you, you, you're in that trap. I mean, it's an, it's an addiction for everybody. What I would say is when you're traveling, I, I would almost leave my phone in the hostel on nights out. I would leave it because I don't see what it's going to do for you. And I know you want to take pictures with your friends and, and selfies and stuff like that. If, if you absolutely have to do that, maybe just put rules in. You know, like I do this for people who have who drink a little too much. We say, what are your rules for the tonight? tonight? No shots, right? Okay, so we're going to do beer and, and wine, but you're having no shots tonight. Because if you drink shots, you're a fucking maniac. So, okay, so what is what is stopping you with your phone from having, like, a true experience of face-to-face interaction with people? I check Tinder too much. I'm always on Facebook or Instagram. Great. When I go out, I'm not allowed to look at those three things. You want to take your phone out to take pictures or to look up the next bar? Great. Or check out a sports score because it's the NBA playoffs. You want to know if the Sixers are still winning? Fine. But other than that, put rules in because, again, like the creepy guy at the bar scanning the crowd, if you're the guy or the girl on your phone at the bar, I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to go near you. You're basically putting up a wall between you and anyone who wants to talk to you. You have a way better chance of standing at the bar by yourself with a drink in your hand, kind of looking and and trying to talk to anyone who's next to you 
of having like a good conversation, meeting a stranger. That's that so true. That phone is a barrier. <clears throat> That's so true. And that, there, there's a few things I want to say about that because as soon as you pull out your phone, you're kind of like a black hole of energy. Like you just kind of bring the mood down in, in the room. A lot of young Americans traveling, they haven't legally been in a bar before. You know, 19, 20 year old Americans going around Europe, they haven't actually been in a bar where they're allowed to be there. So people are still learning, how do I act in a bar? Like, is everybody watching me? Am I going to do something weird or, or uncool and, and everybody's going to laugh? Whatever. It's uh, so, so there's that nervousness. So just go in, relax and, and almost take a breath, keep the phone away and just kind of take in the scene. I found that to work really well. You know what I say? Enjoy the nerves. Enjoy mm-hmm. being uncomfortable. Being uncomfortable is your body giving you like uh, the, the entry to a new skill. You know why you're nervous? Because you're not good at it yet. You know, mm-hmm. it's nervous to talk to people because you've never done it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So you only get better when you talk to someone. You only get better at drinking by doing more of it. And I'm just, <laughs> maybe not a great example, but you're, that phone is a crutch. I uh-huh. promise you it's a crutch. And all you're going to do is go home after your trip with a bunch of pictures on your phone that no one wants to fucking look at anyways. You know what I mean, no one's ever been like, oh, my God, show me all the pictures of your sale Croatia trip. Like, no. That's not good enough. It really yeah. isn't. If you're out in Budapest, I mean, people look at Facebook to see what everybody else is doing. Chances are, if you're in Budapest and out at night, you're doing the coolest thing that any of your friends are doing at that moment. I mean, there's not much more that you could ask for um, to be, you know, uh, enjoying some some open mic night at 1066 or getting lost in Simplo or or Fogos Instant, some of the, the famous ruined pubs and, and clubs there in Budapest. It's amazing. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's a really good thing to do. So keep the phone away, put yourself out there, engage with people. Um, I'm always just trying to, I take every social interaction as a, as an opportunity to try out a different way to start a conversation. Um, I'm as a backpacker, I am so over the whole, where are you from? What do you do? Where'd you come from? How long are you traveling? Where are you going to next? That, that classic set of questions that all backpacker backpackers ask each other. I love to just treat every interaction as a game to see what else can I learn about somebody, uh, from, from the first moment. And maybe I I'm asking pretty uh, vanilla questions, but, uh, but at least it's, it, it provides me, a little more stimulation than just asking those basic uh, run-of-the-mill questions. Well, I, I think the game I play with everyone that I meet is is a, what do you do and then what do you really do? Because the what do you really do thing is a little bit harder to get to, but it's always the most like exciting thing mm-hmm. because everyone's obviously a traveler or a student or working abroad. But like, what's your real thing? What's your passion? Mm-hmm. You know I mean, like that's what I try to do on, on my podcast is just about finding people who have that thing and they've, they've recognized it because that's the conversation you want to have. That's the right. one that lasts for five hours and three bottles of wine and is what you remember more than like that Tinder dude that flaked and ghosted you after day two. Exactly. Of the, you know, exactly. Like, finding what finding what people have as a passion is is the key to striking up a good conversation. That's why I'm never like, what do you do for work? I'm always like, what are you excited about? And what gets you out of, out of bed in the morning? And then it just conversation flows so much easier. Well, it does. And you'd be surprised how many people have, when you ask them questions like that, you can tell they've never thought about it. They've never thought about what excites them and about like what motivates them to get up early and to stay up late. And if you're one of those people that don't know the answer to that, I would spend a little time because 
when you have a better idea of like what that is for you, you become a much more interesting person and you're more fulfilled, like mm-hmm. totally. And I think travel goes a long ways to show you new experiences, put yourself out of your comfort zone and maybe discover what you are passionate about. So I think that's great. Speaking of passions, you play with Brian Zabo. Uh, he's a guy who helped me out editing the latest edition of my guidebook, Andy Steve's Europe, City Hopping on a Budget. Um, he's a great guy. He plays acoustic and you sing in a little band. And I absolutely love listening to you guys. Tell us about your band and um, what we could expect if we were coming out to, to listen to you at a bar like 1066. Yeah, so Brian and I used to do this. Uh, we still do. The open mic night scene in Budapest has become really big in the last couple of years. In fact, 1066 was just featured in um, EasyJet in-flight magazine, an online magazine for like their open mic night scene. And Budapest in general because every night of the week there's a different place to go play. So for Brian and I, we're just like, this is a hobby. Like We're like an Americana kind of cover band. We're called Kodiak with a C, and it's just about playing songs about women leaving us and drinking too much whiskey. But there was never an outlet before, except like we do an open mic, the BPH crowd. And it's a rowdy one, and it's crazy, and it's super drunken. But we play, you know, lighter, quieter stuff sometimes. So we started hitting the scene locally, and we just found that there's so many people that want to hear live music. There's so many people that are willing to listen to you, even if you're not a pro. And it got us so much better. So now we get to play at some of the bigger venues in Budapest. We're going in two weeks to Prague to play a show. Uh, We're trying to line up something in Poland as well. So to be like, and I know it's kind of like weird, but to have like an international tour, even if it's two (laughs) places, like it's a cool thing for me. And it's just a side project, but it's all about just putting ourselves out there and trying. And we got lucky because we like to do it. And we've had a lot of friends like help us and open mics. Huge here. It's huge. Like, everyone's looking for live music and in the city when people would come and say where can i go see some live music tonight we never had an answer not a consistent one and now i can tell you every night of the week like where is there at least a live like open mic scene or where are there going to be some live shows and again that's why we did 1066 because it just it was a need for it in the city that's so cool because up until that point i had only known schmike as pipe smoking mike or, you know, shot ripping Mike, but never up on a stage and like singing some great songs. I absolutely love it. You have a real soul and character to the to the music. And so I'm, I'm always looking forward to getting back and checking you out. So let's do a, um, a a quick wrap up on your your various venues. So Retox is a hostel. It also has a bar. So it's Retox, hostel, and bar to kind of clear it up for our listeners. Retox is part of a uh, a hostel family um, called the Budapest Party Hostels. You got Retox. Um, well, do you want to give the the two minute rundown of the various uh, uh, hostels real quick? Yep, sure. Retox is a premier party hostel. We also have Grandio, which is another one. It's got a beautiful jungle and in the, in, in a kitchen, which is fantastic. We have Carpe Noctum OG, which is the baby, is the, is the the birthplace of the whole thing. It's for single travelers only. It's only 22 beds. Then we have a bigger version called uh, Carpe Noctum Vita, which is a, like a couple of stories. And that's for the every backpacker, basically. We also have a privates place, which you know, called Penthouse Privates. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's the BPH family. But uh, there's also a side hostel that we that we work with called Meander. That's above 1066. And that is also very much a Vitae-style place. It's more of a, a nicer for the every backpacker. So you don't have to be a crazy drinker. You can just kind of be whatever you are. 
and uh, it's comfortable, nice facilities, and there's a great bar underneath. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's the accommodation we have. Great, and then um, so definitely check that out at BudapestPartyHostels.com. Um, you also have uh, Edison. We have we talked about that a little bit, but where can people look up Edison Bar? Yeah, so if you look up the Edison Bar and Inc., uh, we if you just Google that, you'll find our website, you'll find our uh, Instagram page and our Facebook where we put up all of our events, including the free keg days. And if you want to book a tattoo, you can either walk in or you can make uh, – like we have a lot of uh, like traveling artists that come through. So we have these two incredible artists and currently one from the UK and I think the other one's from Barcelona. But you know they're only here for a week, so if you want to book something in, you can do that on the line as well or just kind of walk in. So Edison Bar and Inc. Good stuff. And finally, 1066, 1066. Um, Tell us about where we can find that. Yeah. So if you look up 1066, we actually spell the 66 part. So if you look up 10, the number, and then 66, uh, you'll find our bar. Right now we do do Facebook and Instagram. We're trying to get a website put together. But you can see most of the stuff on Facebook. That's the biggest platform we use for like all of the events. You know, day to day and week to week what's coming up so you can plan on when to get in there. Good stuff, Schmike. Hustling as always, man. Um, what do you have up for this summer? I'm I'm interviewing you in early summer. Budapest in the summer is one of the the best times and places to be anywhere. I love it. Um, you got Siget Festival coming up in August, right? Yeah. Um, but Siget's- things are really kicking off. I bet. Well, listen, if anyone's planning to come to Budapest at any point, there's some incredible events. Yeah, Siget's great. But like just generally, I'd say, because I figured you'd want to know like two things you must do when you come to Budapest. Yeah. And you probably talked about this with like with your uh, your other Budapest connections. Listen, there's so many boat parties that happen here. Please do one. There's three that we run a week. Some for that are all you can drink. Some that are more casual. Do a boat party because it's just kind of an all you can get like this culture and there's drinking and they take you to a club afterwards. There's a great company called party bookers in the city that does all these great events you don't have to think so even if you're not staying at our hostels which you don't have to but if you need somewhere to help you find a way to party party bookers is incredible as well they do this cool um bus tour that goes up to the top of the Buddha Hills so you can get like a nice nightscape of everything and it takes you back into the city and it's like an all you can drink bus so it's a cool thing um, and the rest of it is it's bar crawls and stuff just come and stay with us if you don't know what to do and I promise I'll have a shot with you and I'll take care of you and one one last thing I have a new podcast so I just want to let everyone yeah, know what the name give that is a shout because out. you're going to be on, you're going to be on it when you come here uh, we did one called the hostel guys with my friend Willie but Willie's moved back to uh, Canada to work for a zipline company that's incredibly like well known back there uh so we started a new one called the abstract backpack so these are one-on-one conversations that i have with people they're very much like this and what i want to know is why you left why you traveled and what are you really passionate about and what kind of unites all of us and what are the quirky things you like like the last guy we had on, we talked about bigfoot for about 30 minutes and the first guy i had on we talked about he's uh he's now like somewhere around the congo working in like a civil war to get people out from the front lines. Just an incredible guy who's in the Danish military. Oh my gosh. But I knew him as the guy drinking shots. Like, yeah. so, I think you told me about him uh, when I was in town a couple weeks ago. Incredible guy. But that's mm. that's the abstract backpack. I'm going to do an entire season and then drop it probably in the middle of the summer. So it's not out yet, but look for that. And then when you come to town, you're absolutely going to be I'll on be on it. Good stuff, man. It's my, uh, a pleasure to connect with you as always. Thanks so much for taking the time for the call. And uh, I know our listeners uh, will have enjoyed this episode. Well, I hope they did. I sure enjoyed being on it. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Stay well, buddy, and uh, enjoy the summer in Budapest. Will do. You too. Well, I listen to you time, time again. 
while you tell me just what's right and you tell me a thousand things a day then sleep somewhere else at night going back to Kansas City and I love you dear just how long can I keep singing the same old song I'm going back to Kansas City Wow, what a ride. That was such a fun conversation, and I hope we didn't offend anybody. All his points are spot on, though. And if you want to catch up with him on your next trip to Budapest, be sure to drop into the Retox Bar and 1066. That's 1066 spelled out for a great time. Let us know what you thought about the show in the comments, and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of Debbie Archangelis' episode next week when we get into how to make it as a digital nomad and social media influencer. By the way, on this season of Andy Steve's Travel Podcast, I'm working with the team at Podcast and Radio Networks. If you're thinking about starting your own show, they've got just the right people in place to turn your podcasting dreams into broadcasting reality. For more information, check them out at podcastandradio.com. If you're thinking of traveling to this destination and more, head to our website at andysteves.com for more information. Find and choose from over 12 destinations for weekends, week-long breaks, and more. Also check out our favorite travel products in the travel shop, the latest from Andy's adventures. Sign up to receive our best travel tips, discounts, and students abroad will even be entered for a free trip giveaway. It's all online at andysteves.com. You can connect with WSA Europe, Andy's tour company, at WSA Europe on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. To find all show details and links to connect with our guest, find it online at andysteves.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Happy travels.